This is Happy Hour with M and Jazz. Over the course of your lifetime, especially in your younger years, people are always talking about finding yourself. But how does one simply find themselves? Do we truly ever find ourselves or is it a never ending lifelong journey? In this episode, Jasmine and I are looking at what it means to find yourself and how to navigate having an existential crisis. So grab a drink because we'll be here for a while. So let's just jump right into it. And today our topic is about finding yourself. So I guess we can start right ahead and just say kind of what is finding yourself? I would say in my life experience, I would say that I feel like, first of all, it's like this journey that you're on, like your life, you're going to spend all of it discovering new things about yourself and finding out who you truly are as a person and how your environment, your family, your friends, they all have an impact on you. And I think that's like one thing that I've discovered, like without all these exterior influences, I wouldn't be myself. So I guess finding yourself is kind of the journey you're on discovering what makes you you and kind of what you bring to this world kind of thing. What do you think? No, I agree completely. I mean, I don't think you ever truly find yourself. I think it's a lifelong journey as well. And I think the big thing about finding yourself is um, kind of losing yourself first. I think to find yourself, you have to be lost. And that doesn't mean you have to be in a bad place. It doesn't mean you have to be in a good place. It, you just have to be kind of lost in a certain direction. You don't know where you are and you're looking for that person maybe again. And maybe it isn't a good thing, you know, kind of being in this limbo, but when you find yourself, you don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily need to be a good thing you're finding out about yourself. It doesn't need to be a bad thing. It's just finding out pieces that you're kind of missing. So. Absolutely. And it can be like, it can be in any regard to your life. Like if one thing happens, an event happens, maybe it's going to shake your life a little, like say you move away or like you lose someone, something like that can really kind of shake your life and get you like force you to take a new perspective and look at things in a different way. And I think that that's almost what makes us stronger in life. You know what I mean? Like the amount of shit you go through, you could call it baggage or you could call it experience, you know? And it's so funny. You say, you know, it's, you call it baggage and it's like you break up with your ex and then you think you're over it and you think you're doing so great and then you come back a couple weeks later and you're like no I need therapy and I need this and this and this but that's okay and you're you're slowly kind of coming to realize those points are really important for you to be acting on and I think a big part of it is just listening to your feelings not necessarily 
thinking, oh, these are positive things and I'm happiest I need to be. That's not what finding yourself is. It's finding things that you need to maybe change or finding things that maybe are going to guide you in a better direction for like your future. And I think that um, it's not like done in a certain way either. Absolutely. And I think like we all think that like growing up, like we're both 20, 21, maybe? I'm 20, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're both 20. And both of us, I know we're like, probably like we have these moments where it's like, oh God, shit, my life is a disaster. I need to get back on my horse. But at the same time, it's like, we're in the best, best years of your life, they say. Like you're in university, this is what you need to take advantage of. And I think that we have both tested the limits of both. We have both party we have both done all the bad things but we've also tried to just do all the good things and i think that like we've talked about before finding this balance you always come back to that is like how you're gonna find yourself and i think there's often times too where we think that we've found ourselves, and i get so stuck in this idea where i'll be so upset one night or i'll be really upset that i i'm like i'm so lost I have, you know, saying that out loud to yourself when you're like, I'm so lost. I don't know where I am. And that's okay. It's okay to be upset about that kind of thing. And just because you've done it once doesn't mean you can't do it again. And it's not like a one-time thing. And I think one of the biggest thing is just accepting that change will happen. And it's interesting um, talking about the Myers-Briggs personality test kind of thing is how your personality can change throughout your life, you know, how you can take it multiple times throughout your life. And I think it's interesting because it reflects that you're constantly changing. You're this kind of person and you grow and you learn. And that's why you pick up certain personality traits and you pick up certain emotions is because of that. I think, Emma, like you're right with the personality. And it's true. Like your personality can change. You can be an extrovert. You can be an introvert. And this whole like thing can wibble wobble like all over the place throughout your whole life. And it depends like who I said, your environment or even what, like what you think about yourself. Like it all starts, it all stems from that. And that makes me want to mention new years and like, it's the new year, it's January 6th. Like I think like all of us are ready for a new year, but at the same time this year, I was like, I'm not making a fucking new year's resolution. I was like, it has, I have done it and it has, gone the wrong way for me and that was one of the things that kind of sent me down my spiral this past year so I think that I want to just say that we made it through another year and that's just one step towards like finding yourself finding who you truly are and just like being proud of the things you've done even though you have had like the shittiest time in some moments but just like learning to appreciate okay I made it like I'm here and being in this present moment that has definitely that's a lesson that I'm trying to take away from this year and I think kind of bouncing off of that um I saw this trend going around of course on social media where um just talking about um if you lose yourself or if you don't know what's going on and you just feel so lost in your life people were commenting on this post because this girl was like having a really hard time finding herself and they were all like, but you haven't, you haven't done this yet, you know, but you haven't seen gone to this concert, but you haven't gone to this movie. You know, there's so many things in life that you have yet to experience. And just because you're like in this moment right now, you know, you can continue on and you can grow from those things. So losing yourself isn't a bad thing. And there are always those things that suck. They suck. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to say that. Sometimes I will find myself sitting in my shower 
crying at two in the morning, just like letting the water cascade down me. But other times I'll be happy. And I have to remember in my mind to constantly kind of keep thinking about um, the fact that there are those people around me that are going to support me and they're going to know what I need. And I just need to be able to kind of surround my pe- uh, myself with people that are super important to me, you know? Exactly. Well, do you think that like if you could pinpoint like a certain moment or event in your life that like kind of made you like lose yourself or find yourself or both like could you maybe like tell us about one of those things that maybe happened to you just briefly because I'm curious yeah so um I I went through a pretty abusive relationship a couple years ago and I lost contact with a lot of my friends I had a couple of major friend breaks breakups over it I really started to isolate myself and it was because I was super lonely um before getting into the relationship and I had all these friends, but I felt super lonely kind of in a relationship aspect. And then I got into a relationship and then I isolated myself from all my friends. So it was like this piece of myself was missing um, of kind of understanding what I was missing, what, what, where, where was that love and that kind of feeling of being fully together. And it took me a couple months, like six months to get out of that relationship and to finally sit down and, you know, go through the grief with my friends, with my family, with myself. And I think that was a big part of it was learning to love myself through it and being like, you know what, this shit that's going on, you can't keep blaming yourself for shit that constantly continues to happen. And I think a big part of that is learning to love yourself, first of all, but also knowing that your friends are there for you, your family is there for you. And if you need to set boundaries with them in being there for you, that's such a big part of it, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, because sometimes you want absolutely nothing but to talk to somebody about your problems. But at the same time, it's like some days you're like, no, like, I don't want to tell anyone about this. So like you mentioned, like, how, do, how important do you think the boundaries are, like, when we are trying to find ourselves? I think it's so important, I think, um, knowing when to say, I need help is one of the biggest things and knowing when to say I don't need help is another really big thing I think there are a lot of times where we need help and then we don't reach out to other people and we don't um, interact with other people because we think we can shoulder it all on our own and sometimes you just can't but there are other times where everyone is giving you advice and it's just all these voices in your head and you can't deal with it and it's okay to set boundaries and be like you know what i don't want your opinion right now you know what i don't want to give my opinion right now you know what i need you and i think that it is super important to be able to voice what you're needing in that moment especially if you're going through a hard time exactly and so i know that like recently i don't know if you want to talk about this but i know that recently you've had to kind of like explore the boundaries of like moving away and like dealing with like your parents so that's like one example of how you have kind of like struggled through that and like because you're moving out you're trying to find yourself you're trying to like be this person on your own but it's hard when you maybe feel like something's holding you back or you have like this guilt of and I go through it too like I'm like I'm debating whether I stay here another week in Edmonton just to like hang out with my parents because they're begging me to stay and that's when it's like what's best for me is what you need to do no, exactly. And I think I think you understand this um, about your parents calling you all the time and stuff when you moved out. Because my mom, as much as I love her, I hope she's not listening to this, but um, she, she calls me a lot. And um, she always offers to bring things for me. 
And even if I say no, she'll bring them for me. <laughs> and I totally understand she's trying to be helpful, but setting up those boundaries of, hey, we can't talk every single day as much as I would love to. You know, I know you spend 45 minutes on the phone with me every single day and you will call me multiple times a day. And there are days I do not even talk to, you know, some of my best friends. And I can't call you every day just because I, you know, I live away from home, you know, and I think you probably experience the same thing moving out too, right? Absolutely. And I think that, um, I think that for sure, when you, I've noticed for me, especially is as I've gotten older, I've realized that you don't have to have contact with every single person you love every single day. Like some of my best friends, I don't talk to them for three months and you know yesterday i was watching a movie that reminded me of my girlfriend who i haven't seen in three years i texted her hey this movie reminds me of you and it's like you know that those friendships and those things that you build those people who have kind of grown up with you or are growing up with you the right people they're gonna be there no matter how long it's been so i think like knowing okay it's fine i don't need to or even your significant other like it is so good not to text all the time like, especially I've learned this being in a long distance relationship, like it's like so nice to not always, always to always text and just have like one, one nice little phone call at the end of the day or like one little check in. And it makes you more appreciative of the time that you have with the people that you want to spend time with. So I think that in regards to boundaries, that's another thing is like communication. I think you touched on two really like important things there. First of all, um, kind of talking about how the right people are going to be there for you and stuff. And, you know, I think you lose people and you gain people all the time. And that's just how life is. Um, and I always like the idea that um, people are kind of, this is cheesy, but people are meant to be in your life for specific reasons and they teach you things and you go through experiences with them and they can be bad, they can be good, but you go through experiences with different people for different purposes and you're constantly growing and evolving from those experiences. And the people who you really enjoy and they enjoy you are gonna stick with you. Um, and so that's kind of the first thing. And second thing is, yeah, in relationships, setting those boundaries of we're not gonna talk every single day is so important because I just know the amount of times where it's like, hey, we haven't talked today. Why haven't we talked today? Does that mean you don't like me? This why, like, you know, and I used to struggle so much with the, that idea of being so obsessed with answering me back, even if I wasn't answering other people back. And I kind of think about that now and I'm like, you know what? I don't need to be answered all the time. I'd really appreciate if you contacted me every once in a while, but it doesn't need to be every single hour of every single day. Right. And when you're like, when we're talking about this, it touches on kind of like support systems, like, and I know we've touched on this before in other things, but I think it's because to us and a lot of other people, those people who support you is like what gets you through life. Like, I just don't think that I would be, there's no way I would be where I am without people who have like helped me, but also held me back. Like, if my one friend had said, no, don't go to dance school, it's my dream, not yours, I would have been in dance school absolutely probably wanting to cry every single day. You know, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be on this journey. I wouldn't be writing my LSAT next January. Like there would be things that I wouldn't be attaining where right now I'm like, I know what I want. I'm young. Like I'm, I have a goal. I want to reach it. And the people around me are being so, so, so supportive. It's like insane. 
Um, and I think that everyone like deserves to have that. And I, I feel bad for people who maybe don't. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree with you. And I think that finding those support systems and wherever you go is really important. And I know some people are super introverted and it's super hard to talk to other people and stuff, but it doesn't matter kind of what form you find them on. If you need to find them through social media and make a connection there, do it. Like if you need to download the Bumble friend thing to find a roommate, do it. Just, you know, there, <laughs> I know, I know people have seen, I, I've never used it before, but I know people use Bumble as like a big friend thing to find other people in the city to connect with especially if they're not from the city too and they're moving into a new place and I think it's super interesting but you know finding those people it's you can find them they are out there there are people who like the same things as you do you just kind of have to get creative with finding them yeah and I think that whether you're extroverted or introverted finding yourself can also mean spending a lot of time on your own and benefiting from your alone time and i think that over the past couple months like that's something that i've really tried to focus on like i've started reading more and really into like my self-care routine at night like always like do my skincare look like a little slug when i go to sleep like do my gua sha i'm not shitting you i do it right here in my bed every single night and that's something that i have now committed to like it's like doing this in my routine by myself and like learning how to spend time by myself. I hate it usually. Like I'm a person who loves people, but you can love people and love yourself at the same time. And I think that that is really important too. Me time is such a, I used to hate me time. I used to hate being alone. I used to hate interact, like not interacting with other people. And then COVID hit. And I think I don't know what happened, but the introverted bone in my body really clicked and I love spending time with myself you know it's like one of those things now I mean I I just spent 10 days in quarantine by myself so maybe not that long alone but (laughs) you know um when you know when I was isolated though it's nice because then I cleaned up the whole apartment I built a whole Ikea furniture you know I, I redid my whole bedroom I washed all of the you know And it's just nice to be able to kind of do those things for myself, even if it's not mentally self-care. It's putting something together and feeling accomplished for myself or feeling put together, you know. And if you are lost and you need things to do, it's okay to do small things to make yourself feel accomplished if you're down in the dumps or whatever. Absolutely. So I guess when we're like talking about this, do you think that you ever really find yourself? I think that... um, I don't think so. I mean, there are things you're never going to explore. There are things you're never going to think about. There are things at the end of your life that you're never going to do. But I think at the end of your life, it's so it's good to look back and be like, you know what, even if I didn't fully find myself, even if I didn't fully explore myself, there are moments in my life that I can remember that I love. And there are moments in my life that I can remember where I loved myself. And I think that's what we hope to reach, not fully finding yourself, but being at a point where you're happy with what you've done and you love yourself and you love other people. And if you're not, I mean, I mean, I don't know what to say if you're not, but you know, it just, I'm sure there are moments in your life that you're always going to look back on and you're going to be like this moment, that particular moment, that's something that I will forever carry with me for the rest of my life. When you're talking about this, maybe no, you don't ever, ever find yourself. You don't, it's not magical. There's not like a a light bulb on top of your head that's like like yeah you did it you're 100 you like I don't know like there's no 
such thing. And I think that, like you just said, there's things that you will and you won't do. And that's like, that's what makes you different from every other person, which is kind of cool. Because like, I look back and there's like countless things that I know that I've done that I've been really fortunate to do. And not everyone gets to do that. But there's the opposite. It's like, some days, like, I wouldn't say jealous, but it's almost like, yeah, sometimes you can be like, jealous of other people's experiences, and you want to do that. And I think that you like, no matter how fall or whoa, no matter how far back you fall in like your progress and your motivation, there's always like life is going to teach you something, whether you want to or not. You take the lesson and we have all learned that, right? Like there's people you meet, there's things that happen to you. There's people you lose. There's goals that just crumble. There's things you forget to do. And these things are all just teaching you to be resilient, I think. I think, yeah, the saying the grass is greener on the other side is so true. I think we always envy that what we can't have because we get so caught up doing the things that we do. And I think it's really important to take a moment to kind of reflect on that. And I'm sure there are things when I was 12 that I thought I was going to do or I wanted to do and I never ended up doing them. And that's okay because your life is going to go the way your life is going to go. And like you said, can you imagine if we all did every single thing in the world that this thing, like that world has to offer, we'd all be superhumans or we'd all be, you know, I don't know. It's just... I don't think that we can all experience everything. And you're right. That's what makes us different. That's what stands us out from other people. And that's also what brings us together because yeah, like they always say opposites attract, but you can also like find this person, like maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's your significant other, but sometimes you meet people and it's like, you're so similar to me, but there's things that make you different and those are the things that like kind of like enhance your relationship with this person like it's like you can be so similar you can have the same traits you can you know have similar life experiences and that's where kind of the magic happens it's like where there's an overlap of very similar things that have happened to you and very different things and I think that that's like I don't know I think it's like truly really powerful like when I have met some people that I've shared weird traumatizing life stories with that are weirdly similar that's when it's like oh this is really cool but then it happened to them in a different way and then you're able to kind of share and help each other through that you know I think that connections are so important like that too I think that the idea of not knowing necessarily what the other person even if they share the same kind of love of something they're gonna have a different story to tell about it and I think that Um, we're always kind of looking for different stories to tell and different adventures. And even if we're not adventurous people, um, you kind of think about um, what you talk about with your friends and you always talk about the things you've done or the stories you have. And I think building up those stories is another big thing of finding yourself is gaining experiences to explore yourself. And while you can't do everything, like we said, slowly gaining experiences that you might not have done in other circumstances or you're going to try out really do help shape kind of what you like or what you don't like because I think I think there's like this massive limbo sometimes it's it's like okay I found myself now what after and it's like okay I enjoy my time but then you're gonna you're gonna have times where you lose yourself again and and I think that it's so discouraging when you feel like you've had everything in your hand and it just kind of drops off the cliff or you feel like 
you know, something's missing and you don't know what it is and you're kind of looking for it and you just feel so discouraged. And do you have any stories or anything about that kind of Jasmine about when you, you found yourself, but then you lost yourself again and you had to kind of overcome that? Well, I know I talked about this last season a little bit, but like last year, one of the biggest setbacks that I've ever had was like something that I went through very much in solitude. Like I, it wasn't something that I liked to share or liked to talk about because it was something I didn't want to admit to myself. But I think that like when I struggled with eating, it all kind of stemmed from last two years ago. I was like, I'm going to start working out. Like COVID happened and I was like, this is my opportunity. Like I want to work out. I want to eat better. I want to make this like change to my life because I thought it would help me. I thought it would kind of bring me back to my roots of competitive dancing, which is kind of what I missed. That's, that's where I was like missing something. I used to train 35, 40 hours a week. Obviously you're going to like feel something's missing from your life when you like, and it's not only the exercising, it's like the social aspect of it. So I was kind of like eager to find something that would like fuel me the same way, but also give me an outlet to like, uh, like relieve all my stress. So I started working out. I started eating better. I started calculating every fucking calorie I put into my body. And it just it turned around and I fell right on my ass. Like it, it was like literally self-sabotage. And it, I'm not saying it's going to be like that for everyone. But what I've found is that, <laughs> found, um, found myself kind of realizing is that things that you do in moderation, that's what I need personally. So now it's like, instead of having this calculated schedule and menu of things that I'm going to make myself do, I do these things. Like I work out or I go on a walk and I eat I don't cheat. That's something that I've taught myself, but there's things, sorry, I'm ranting, but there's just things that you do and they teach you like, okay, shit, I fell down, but I'm going to get back up again. So now I do things in moderation and I've found that part of myself. That's what I need right now. Hopefully maybe in future years, I can have maybe a bit more regiment when it comes to that stuff because it's still a goal of mine. But right now my brain can't handle it. So that's like what I've really experienced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that it's always when you lose yourself too, it's, it's always an experience where it's like, you think you've been doing something good or you are doing something good. And it, it's so frustrating to feel like the thing that you were doing good is no longer good enough. And I think that's one of the biggest things is um, the emotion that comes with that feeling is so severe because some days it feels like you can't get out of bed because why am I doing this or why am I not doing this the way that I used to be able to and it was okay. And I think that's always a sign for us to kind of not evolve, but to to evolve those tactics that we're using and to to take a look at them and alter them and stuff. And you know, just because you can alter them doesn't mean that they're forever fixed. It doesn't mean that you're going to forever be okay with them or that those things are permanently okay or that they're even fixed fully now. But that means that you're working towards it and you don't need to do it right away. It is okay to feel depressed for a couple of days. It is okay to sit in your bed one day and not get out of bed. It is okay to do those things and be upset and a lot, like allow yourself to feel those emotions and then be like, you know what? 
this isn't a forever thing. We can work on certain things or I can, I can take a break from certain things and maybe I'll redevelop something or maybe I can see a therapist. I'm such a big advocate for therapists, but, <laughs> or, you know, see a therapist or you can talk to your friends or you can talk to your family or you can talk to yourself, sit in the mirror, <laughs> look at yourself, be like, you idiot, sit here, like, look at me. And this is not how things are going, you know, and just self-reflect <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I think that my like, I guess the biggest takeaway, and I think we always say this, but there is no right or wrong answer when it comes to life. Like there are things you can do, like maybe, okay, maybe we don't want to commit murder and end up in jail, but there is no formula. There's no thing that you can do and be like, eh, shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like it wasn't calculated in my life plan like you know what I mean like some things are just gonna happen and you have to live and suck it up and I well I just think it's an interesting concept of the idea of do you have your life fully planned out or is someone really fully planning your life out or are you actually growing and changing from different experiences and you have the ability I think to change what your life will look like and I think people there's so many people who are like my life was already yeah, my, my life was already kind of uh, planned out for me, but it's not. And that's how you kind of go through life. You learn, you, you grow, and you're able to change kind of your paths. So good luck. I'd say to everyone, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Good luck, good luck finding Enjoy yourself. It. Enjoy it while you're here. You won't always be on this fucking planet. Unless climate change gets us <laughs> Thanks for listening to Happy Hour. I'm Jasmine Krawcheck. And I'm Emma Boyne. This episode was produced by Charlotte Holmes, edited by Kamal Karimi, and our show theme is from DJ Dash. Thanks again for joining us for another Happy Hour. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we discuss taking life by the balls. Cheers. Cheers.